Yes, I did go to college. Yes, I did go to university somewhere. It was Palawan State University. And this, of course, is in Palawan Island, the Philippines. There I met and had a lot of friends uh, who I ran into and, and started my career in media. And uh, among those friends that I met and uh, people I worked with and learned a little bit about governance with while I was getting my degree in political science was Jojo Castanis. And uh, Jojo and I were uh, friends. Actually, we served on the student council together. And uh, I ran, I think, as his vice mayor. The way the classes were arranged was in different positions. You had mayor, vice mayor, you had congressman, you had uh, well, assemblyman, I think, and then you had all these different, but that, that mirrored uh, government offices and basically it was set up to be a student government. And so I was his uh, vice or vice <laughs> when he ran for a position on the student council. And uh, this, of course, is uh, what it was like with uh, Jojo. He has now become a... Uh, very successful uh, businessman and uh, local leader in the province of Palawan, and uh, he lives primarily in the town of Nara. Here's an interview I had with him, and what he talks about what's important in a farming town is very different than what's important in a big city like Manila or even a smaller city like Puerto Princesa or any other cities in the country. It is unique. Nara is one of those cities that actually was a resettlement site after World War II and uh, many years where people had uh, the uh, issue of land reform as something that needed to be settled. Here's my interview with Jojo as he talks about what his community's needs are, why he is seeking public office, and why it is so important for someone to be schooled in both law and business and also be in governance in a farming town. What's it like? We'll find out. Here's Evan Jojo Castanis. Gaano kahalaga sa panahon na yun ang isang uh, opisyal na mulat sa batas at bigas, Jo? Uh, yung, yung marunong sa dalawang panig. Yung, yung uh, sanay sa agriculture, sanay sa batas. Yeah, uh, importante yan. Uh, lalo na ang bayan ng Nara is a uh, rice granary. So, dapat uh, alam mo yung ano, yung... Uh, Uh, focus ng uh, agrikultura. Kasi one of the most important thing is uh, ito yung lakas ng naray. <clears throat> so, kailangan yung batas, direction, eh, para may focus doon sa pagbibigay ng ano, pagbibigay ng uh, tawag dito, uh, uh, opportunity no sa mga farmers especially uh, and the fishermen. Actually, yun ang prime uh, focus na dapat uh, bigyan ng atensyon lalo pa sa municipality of Nara. Eh, uh, based on the data, uh, mas maraming mahihirap na farmers, maraming mahihirap na mga fishermen na supposed to be, eh, dapat sila yung nabibigyan ng, ano, ng atensyon or dahil yung sektor na ito ang ano, uh, mabuo na nabibigay ng lakas sa uh, bayan ng Nara. Joe, ano na yun ang uh, Nara uh, sa pananaw ninyo? Saan patungo? Saan ang nais mong marating na yun at bukas? Well, uh, una, ito natin uh, yung Nara, uh, makilala siya, hindi lamang sa bigas, no? but uh, makilala siya on agriculture and fishery. So yung, uh, yung palisi, palisiya, uh, kailangan uh, may, may bigay 
sa pamamagitan ng ano kasi ang nara ngayon uh, mostly may mga mining company na tinitingnan na nagbibigay ng job opportunity but uh, sa tingin ko kailangan much enhance yung uh, agroeconomic zone no uh, to develop uh, the farmers kailangan uh, a cluster development uh, yung government should give ano uh, priority sa bawat project na gagawin especially sa agrikultura and fishery sector kasi ito yung nakikita ko na may develop sila uh, yung assistance sa uh, technology as number one so kailangan uh, for example yung toyo ng nara hindi mo pwedeng pa-export quality so dapat uh, mas ma-enhance sila ng teknolohiya na magkaroon ng ano yung produkto ay eh, talagang mapasok natin parang uh, agribusiness no and mapasok uh, yung Manila in export so dapat doon yung focus uh, not only Puerto Princesa not only Manila parang as usual so that's why parang wala masyadong development na nakikita tayo sa bahagi ng mga na mga mangisda at magsasaka. So ganun din sa magsasaka, the problem is masyadong mataas ang fertilizer. So kailangan ang local government will focus kung ano ang may tulong na uh, mapababa, ano ba ang pamamaraan. So yan ang nakikita ko na dapat gawin then sa vegetable farmers. That's number one. Kailangan din i-go-group mo sila because investors will not come in kung kanya-kanya so dapat mabuo sila then ikaklustering mo for example in one place isang barangay ang itatanim lang doon is mostly kalabasa the other barangay i-assistant sila at tanim doon ay panay pipino kalamansi so that yung value ng product tataas pa rin then ganoon din sa mga price sa uh, ano ng mga produkto so kailangan mayroong facilities may food terminal. So, yan ang dapat makita at ma- mabigyan ng ng atensyon na yun ang tinitingnan namin uh, 3 to 5 years to 6 years from now. <clears throat> Ma-develop sa ganong klase para mas mag-gather ng job opportunity rin. May facilities, mas ano, may storage, then food terminal, something like that. May mga solar solar dryer kasi pag nagulan so assistance sa mga papalay din mga budiga na government panagraran para hindi sila ma-hold ng mga mga traders na kuminsan napupunta sa mga traders na bababa ang bili dahil wala naman sila magawa so yun ang nakikita ko na dapat ano uh, um, saan tayo ngayon sa nara Oh, uh, yung sa kahalagaan ng ekonomiya ng na uh, y- y- sa bansa sa Palawan ang mga bayan tulad ng Nara. Ano masasabi mo? Gaano kahalaga ang uh, Nara sa sa Palawan? As a rice granary right now, as a rice granary ay uh, nagpo-produce tayo ng ano. Uh, mostly in Palawan, lahat ng even during the pandemic, nung nangailangan uh, ng mga bigas, most of the municipality ay pumupunta sa Nara para ma-provide sila ng mga pangangailangan. No? Uh, uh, dito sila tumatakbo kasi uh, yung supply ay uh, maraming supply. 
So sa economy, it could contribute ng mas malaki. Kasi nabibigyan ng ano, uh, lalo din sa mga fishing industry. So may mga isda na kumisa nag-oversupply. So yun yung ano, yung dapat makita nga na uh, may cold storage. No? Kaya yun ang ano natin. So uh, it could contribute kahit pa paano uh, sa Palawan, malaking tulong ang municipality of Nara na naibibigay. Then that's why marami ng mga negosyante na pumapasok rito. So yung mga negosyo ay nagkakaroon ng ano ng uh, ng buhay uh, sa Nara yung movement ang kilos ng mga negosyante ay tumataas. So even na uh, makikita mo talaga na nagbabago rin within the town but di pagdating sa mga baryo-baryo yun ang problema kumisan kulang pa rin sa ano sa facilities. Mm-hmm. So but of course uh, because of the Uh, era, medyo nasa kalahating bilyon. So, pupwede nang may angat. So, kaya malaking contribution yun sa ekonomiti ng Palawan. Especially. Yung uh, problema na yun sa langis, di ba? Tumaas yung presyo ng langis, problema yung uh, uh, pagtaas ng presyo ng, uh, ng itong uh, uh, pataba, yung mga fertilizer. Uh, Gano'ng kabigat ito para sa mga magsasaka at mga mangingisda sa Nara? Well, uh, yan ang isang prob- problema na dapat mabigyan ng focus din ng local government uh, papano matulungan, no? especially on sa fuel. So that's why the government, uh, actually right now, si, uh, the incumbent mayor proposing, i- nag-propose ng uh, assistance sa mga tricycle operators, multi-cab operators, isubsidize sila for three months, mabigyan sila na, ng assistance muna pansamantala. Pero hindi yun to, uh, tuloy-tuloy. No? So kahit pa paano, dahil mataas ang langis, eh, kailangan uh, bibigyan sila ng assistance ng uh, local government. Yung mga premier's permit lang no? uh, para maobliga din ang, ang part ng, ano, ng mga, mga tricycle driver na kumuha ng mayor's permit. Kaya ano yan, medyo mabigat sa part ng mga tricycle operators. Then sa fertilizer naman, yan ang isang uh, mataas na kukontrol ng ilang mga negosyante yung pagpasok dito ng uh, ganyang produkto. Kasi dati, 2,000 lang, ngayon, 2,800 na. So talagang nalulugi mm. yung ibang mga, mga nagpapalay ng mga fertilizer. That's why nako-convert nila ngayon, ibinibinta na lang nila yung sa along the highway, no? Mm-hmm. Uh, kung may magkaka-interest, ibinibinta nila kasi hindi rin nila kinakaya. So, yan ang importante na mabigyan ng focus din ng local government. Paano mapabakaba? Mm-hmm. Joe, may uh, iba pa nais nila masabi uh, yung, yung mga plano ninyo? Magkaroon ng uh, opportunity na manalo. Hello? Ang gagawin natin is uh, pwedeng direct na makipag-usap. Hello? Yes, Joe. I'm here. Okay. Hello, Mike? Yeah, yeah. Dito ako. Nandito ako. Nandito ako. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, direct na makipag-usap sa company, ang munisipyo ng Nara. So, direct ang direct sa mga fertilizer no company from Manila. Then, uh, 
dito na sa Nara, then sa mga farmers, i-distribute kahit pa paano makakalis ng mga 300 to 400 na, ano, na, na sa bawat presyo ng fertilizer na malaking bagay din. Pagsakaling ganun. So then the other way around, uh, may mga other uh, tawag ito technology na nagko-compose ng fertilizer na medyo, medyo ano, medyo uh, local siya but I think tinatry natin ano may develop yung ganun. Kasi because fertilizer, alam mo na yung control niya, that's international, that's from either from Dubai or something like that, may control ng ganun. Kaya tumataas talaga yung presyo. So parang deregulated kasi yung nangyari ng government. No? So yun ang problema. So that's uh, one now ang gagawin natin na uh, programa na sana mas ma-enhance pa natin yung anong mas bitter na anong mga gawa sa mga fuel especially and uh, fertilizer. Yeah, Joe, meron kang ibang gustong masabi or uh, ma, uh, you know, nasa inyo ng pagkakataon? Well, uh, una, uh, let's say na <clears throat> ang focus natin na magawa is uh, uh, yung opportunity na mamanage natin ng tama yung lakas ng nara. So, sabi ko nga, uh, let's uh, end muna yung mga project na masyadong politika and uh, Pasoki naman natin yung uh, palisiya na magpapalakas ng opportunity sa mga magsasaka at mangingisda. So we need i- the data, the climate change, and uh, yung target policy natin is uh, ma-ano natin, uh, yung agribusiness industry. So kailangan mas mabigyan natin ng focus yan, data and climate change. no Number two, yung opportunities sa fishery sector, uh, ma-develop natin ang mga potential industry na mapasok ang Manila at export. Yan yung opportunity. So, yun ang ano natin. At makilala ang NARA, not only as a rice granary, tulad na sinasabi ko, will uh, makilala tayo sa fishery and uh, agriculture. So, yun ang ano natin. Uh, ang apat, kailangan yung technology na approach ay kailangan i-introduce talaga natin dito sa munisipyo ng Nara. And uh, also a cluster development. Uh, we have 23 barangay. We have uh, 13 coastal area ng mga business folks. So dapat i-develop yun. Then yung ibang mga farmers ay kailangan clustering ang development natin sa kanila. Makonsolidate natin. Then the municipal Munara will help also to market the product direct no kasi direct ang i-market so we'll uh, collaborate with the private sector and the national agency with the local government so yun yung dapat para yung private sector will also involve as stakeholder para matulungan sila na magkaroon ng connect doon sa marketing side naman na tutulong ang munisipyo. So lahat ng papasok, may memorandum agreement with the local government para mas maproteksyonan natin yung mga uh, fishermen and mga farmers actually. So, and other uh, other business, of course, kailangan din magkaroon ng healthy competitions. So yun, yun, yun ang gusto kong idagdag. Uh, and of course, the good governance and the consultation to the people. That's number one, any, any projects 
any uh, big projects, eh, you have to consult the people, no? So, kailangan may malinaw na konsultasyon. So, inaalam natin kasi hindi naman dapat dinidikta ang batas. Eh, dapat ito'y proseso ayon sa damdamin at puso ng tao na mga apektado kung ano yung nararapat para sa kanila. So, ganun yung tingin ko na kailangan gawin natin para mas lalong magkaroon ng people's participation on the big development na gagawin sa municipality of Nara. Okay, Joe. Maraming salamat. Thank you, Mike. And uh, I'm really thankful for you ha, sa pag-interview mo at uh, hoping, ano, I, I hope, ano, mas may, ano ko, may share ko rin sa iba pag nakaling na ano natin. Uh, Thank you very much, uh, and, uh, Okay. We hope and pray na will be the outcome of this election. We'll keep in touch with you. And any problems kung sakaling karoon ng problema, okay. I will consult you. So. <laughs> no problem. Anytime. Uh, classmate, sige. It's nice talking to you again after all this time. God bless. Okay, thank and you. Good luck. Bye-bye. Right. Good luck. Bye-bye. Okay. okay. Take So that was Jojo uh, Gastanis, a uh, classmate of mine from uh, Palau State University when I took a political science. He, myself, Frederick Elia, uh, we later became a counselor and first professor. And uh, was also a radio broadcaster and, and uh, was on TV as well. Well, he primarily, uh, I think now is, is in the ministry, uh, is what Frederick does. And then there was Glenn Olmes. Len, I believe, uh, and his brother, um, both have gone into uh, other areas. Uh, a bunch of other people who, who uh, his name escapes me right now. Uh, uh, Damien Lajasa, who went on to uh, broadcasting as well, and uh, gosh, there's a bunch of others in there um, who, who were in either our class or succeeding classes of political science and politics University who went on into different fields of public service in different ways. Jojo is one of them, and uh, we wish him luck, as we said in the broadcast. By the way, this is just a reminder to Jojo's opponent in the municipality of Nara. I believe there's still a few days left. If you do want to have your side heard, of course, we're open to you. You can reach me at Mike of New York on Twitter. Just go to direct messages. Follow me, send me a message. Uh, that, that's how simple it is. You can do the same by setting an open tweet, tagging me, and I will try and accommodate the request to be heard as well. We're trying to be fair here to everybody, including those people who uh, some people might be surprised uh, as, as to who are reaching out to us or we're reaching out to them to get make sure all sides are covered in this. Uh, contest in Palawan. I won't be able to reach everybody. That's impossible. Uh, there's 22 municipalities. There's three congressional districts. There is uh, one city. Uh, we're going to try and reach as many people as we can. Um, I do have something like 20 different interviews uh, that are in various stages of being edited at this point. And uh, for those of you who don't know, I do have glaucoma and I am legally blind. So please bear with the blind guy as you put this together. Regardless, we will try to have everything out before Election Day. Obviously, this is a chance to be heard. And uh, as you can tell from the interview with Jojo, I just let people talk. I think that's the best way to, uh, to do an interview. Because after all, at the end of the day, it's 
they who matter, not me, right? That's it for now, for me from here. I'm Mike of New York, we're doing a focus story on Palauan. We'll also be doing some stories on the local elections here in New York State and uh, New York City as well, um, as the days and weeks go ahead. Politics uh, is not always the best topic to cover, but we're going to try to cover them as fairly as possible. Have a great day. God bless. God loves you, and so do we. This has been a Mike of New York special. I am the dude from New York, the blind guy with the best news and information and updates that you can try and put together when I do see them, which is kind of not that often. <laughs> you have a great day. We'll be back with more interviews and topics that you'll only find right here. For those in Queens, in New York, I am Mike of New York, Mike Cohen, and this is my podcast, which is produced, created, and edited and recorded in the city of New York in the United States of America. Have a great day, everybody.